0: Before we begin, a reminder that nothing on this podcast is intended as a statement of faith, doctrine, or fellowship, and this podcast is not affiliated with any church, school, or calling body. Welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. My name is Charlie Ungemach, and we're glad that you're here. I'll be joined in just a moment by this week's guest, but before that, I want to say thank you to all those who help support the Gird Up Project. All of our content here at GERDUP is available free to anyone anywhere in the world who might benefit from our message, and we want to keep it that way, but we rely upon the contributions of our listeners in order to do so. You will never see any paywalls or exclusive content here at GERDUP. That being said, it does cost money to put a show like this together, so if you find what we're doing here valuable and you're willing and able to do so, please go to www.girdupministries.com, click on the menu, and select Buy Us a Cup of Coffee. That $5 donation goes a long way towards keeping this podcast going, and it helps us reach other men just like you. God's blessings, fellas. Enjoy the show. Listening to the Gird Up Broadcast. <laughs> My name is Charlie Ungemach. With me today, I've got
1: Gustav Wenz and Adam
0: Eriol Smith. Adam, you haven't been on the podcast before, so welcome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. you. wants to tell...
1: Wait. Oh shoot! I'm thinking of Eli, aren't I? Yep. Sorry. It you know, it's, it's rare. You to guys not are see similar in to stature. Yeah. You know, roommates. You know. What kind of <laughs> honestly, is, if it I... it
2: d-
0: is a rare sighting of one without
2: the other. So.
1: Yeah. If I didn't know you guys, I would have thought you were brothers. Quite honestly,
2: like. We're attached uh, at the hip, pretty much. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, not. I mean, just like even in the like, you guys kind of look like brothers too. Not necessarily just the fact you hang out a lot. Well, thank but, you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I
2: guess. It, yeah, <laughs> so I lead you're, into that harder, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so besides being homies with Eli, what you got going on, man? Uh,
2: I'm I mean, fish- the really
0: important thing is that you're homies with Eli. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's your claim to fame. It's that's your a, status right first, there. First priority. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, now nah, I'm a fifth-year senior at Martin Luther College. Um, I'm on the pastor track, and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to um, go on to seminary next fall. That's the plan, at least. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. see where the Lord takes me. <laughs> you
0: got your X paper done?
2: Um, I, considering I wrote it last year, uh, yeah, I think it's... Oh, dang, yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. No, no. Okay, be honest though, last year
0: when you wrote your ex-paper, how close the deadline did you get?
2: Uh, the day before. Yeah, to
0: start it or finish it?
2: Uh, to start, uh, no, finish Whoa. it, finish it. <laughs> No, 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 just yeah, to finish
0: it. I don't on. know, it's due, it's due on Friday, so we're recording this on Wednesday, it's due on Friday, and I'm amazed at the number of dudes who are like, walking into the library at nine o'clock, Last night, going, Well, I think I'm almost done with my research. I'm going to start writing soon.
1: Mm. Oh, my goodness gracious. One of the great things about the Axe paper, not like I don't have to do it until next year, but the thing is, is if you have pastor track profs, like I've had two of my classes so far, be like, "Oh, no homework for the rest of the week." We know you have the axe paper, and so it's like, <laughs>
0: unless you're actually in senior classes, and then they're we, all like, mm-hmm. yeah. "We don't, we don't pause for this." Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Just part of your schooling. Get ready for the seminary, <laughs> which really isn't that big of a deal because well, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> unless you didn't write your paper until the weekend yeah I it that. builds character it yeah. builds character <laughs> It uh, instills the fear of god in <laughs> your heart <laughs> yeah, definitely or yeah. the fear of well, professor I mean, <laughs> it does kind of crack me up though to hear a 21 year old like lean back in his chair and say well i'm not gonna write my sermons the night before like, oh shut up go write your paper yeah <clears throat> anyway anyway sweet uh thank you some shout outs today guys you want to start uh shout outs th- first Thank yous first? What do we do first? I, I was,
1: it, we usually just go with whichever, honestly. All right, go ahead. I was just going to go with a thank you right away. Mm-hmm. Say uh, thank you, Charlie, for being so patient with my bike.
0: Yeah, Gus's bike has been in my foyer <laughs> since last fall, or last spring. I mean, not last fall, Did last you even spring. use it
1: at all? I said you could use it.
0: I wasn't even here for the summer. Well,
1: But it's been here all school year, too. I've been here too. a total
0: of four more days than you have. <laughs> I just want my foyer back, man. Oh,
1: my goodness. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I can't enough. get to my boots. <laughs> I'll strap it to the top of my car one of these nights. It is a nice
0: bike. I, it's yeah, also not my size. I'm like eight inches uh, taller Yeah, than that's you. true. That's true, fair point. Although apparently people that listen to the podcast think you're tall. So. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Voice, the, yeah, the other day we were talking with not uh, like one or two people, a bunch of people think Gus is tall and
2: like skinny with and, gla- like yeah. a like a Brower type, which yeah. is crazy because you're like borderline Hobbit. Or... Yeah, yeah, I'm getting and there fat too. If, if, okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're just see our listeners are just going to be all over the board now. They're like, what? No. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I mean, at least I didn't get compared to Gimli in the talent show. That's,
0: I feel like that wasn't the greatest comparison. It really anyway. wasn't. Yeah. It was horrible.
1: Okay, you've seen Rudolph, like the classic. Of course, yeah. Okay, with Yukon. Yeah. Yeah, UConn that's Yukon Cornelius. Cornelius. That's what he looks like. And they straight up had a perfect opportunity to shout that out. Yeah. Swear and they call, they're they like, oh, Charlie looks like Gimli. Because like, he's
0: short and round and has a really long beard. It, what, oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah
1: And see, it's like the beard comparison isn't even that good No, Because no. Gimli's beard is like freaking all I
0: intentionally up in don't face. look like that Because then I look like I'm 50 uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry The longer anyway. the beard gets, the older I look <laughs> Okay, thank you, Charlie All right oh, What okay.
2: you got? <laughs> uh, I got a thank you to Quick Trip uh, For keeping me well-nourished uh, When the calf falls short
0: Fair enough oh, man. Yeah, you see Jimmy's cooking over at the new oh, place Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> All right, my thank you. This is a little, yeah. Oh, yeah whatever. But I would I I got to say thank you again to the to guys I'm going to school with. I should be an outsider, but you guys just won't let me. Um, I, mean, I just I don't know. I expected uh, I expected to show up at MLC, and not that I don't like MLC or or had a bad opinion MLC or Does something like it. that. I loved it my first time around, but I expected to just kind of be the old guy sitting in the back of the classroom kind of getting ignored, right? And, uh, yeah, you guys have definitely not let me disappear. Charlie, you've been here for three years. I know. I know. That's true. (laughs) But at the same time, I just continually am just shocked and humbled by the fact that not only, like, do you guys tolerate me, but you actively invite me into stuff. So, yeah. I mean, everything from cause to, like, I'm sitting there writing my X paper and I can't get it done because too many people are coming in and checking in on me. So, just let me sit here and write. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, I can empathize that. Like, uh, the class, my, my class now being a yeah. fifth year. Like, don't, it's
0: amazing. I was talking to Linholm about yeah, the same thing. Yeah.
2: They just welcome us with open arms, and it's, mm. what a blessing. Yeah.
0: I kind of like, Yeah, and even from last year to this year, you don't get to talk. Just kidding. Even, from, <laughs> sorry. Even from last year to this year, um, it's like I expected there would be some sort of like phase of, you know i don't know melding together or something Mm. i didn't even do that it's like all right you're with us now (laughs) well i mean
1: yeah thinking like arrow our our original class they all graduated last year you know and so that that's been a weird vibe for at least actually it's getting better now but it was like the first couple months that we were back for this semester i was like man now now i actually feel like we're next, old uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, next year you should just go like crazy uncle gus oh my gosh yeah something like that uh, but yeah no i was gonna say and see that's what that's what's interesting is like seniors seeing seeing how all the groups of seniors that's really when everybody starts to be like oh wow we're doing this and then you become tight you know what i mean yeah. it's like nothing on the rest of the classes but it's like there's definitely a different level of I don't know intimacy in that relationship you between your brothers. Yeah, when you you're finally at that stage of transition. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. so I don't know. It'd be cool if we could value it more sooner. Mm. But you <laughs> know, you don't know you're in the good old days until they're gone. Well, yeah, and I mean,
1: for most students, you know, they didn't go through MLC one time to mature a little <laughs> yeah, bit already. True. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's fair.
0: All right. Thank. Er, shout outs.
1: Uh, shout out to uh. The Holiday Trio, which is a very small group of... It's me, Zach Shoreline, and Sam Colvin. Uh, the gal.
0: Yeah, I know Girl who she is. Okay, What's well, that? you made a weird face. I was I was making a weird face about the Holiday Trio. So,
1: we call uh, well uh, we started a thing last year, and uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but we just pick random holidays. Like, we look up ver- like not mainstream holidays, and then we celebrate them. That's actually kind of awesome. Yeah, I mean... We're not going to do it like crazy frequently, like maybe once a month would be cool, but I don't know. So what are you we celebrating went out, this month? We went out uh, and bowled last night for Dia de los Muertos, because uh, it turns out it's a two day, well, it covers two days, like it's 24 hours, but it's like in the night and then in the morning, I yeah. believe is how it goes. And so it's like the first half of Dia de los Muertos celebrates and honors uh, like dead children. <coughs> And then the second half... We honored dead children by bowling. <laughs> Stop.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway. <laughs> okay, anyway. And then the second half is like older people.
2: <laughs> sure, sure.
1: In this country, Charlie, yeah. We do. <laughs> this minnesota <laughs> that's right um, yeah, what you we've... got <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, go ahead,
2: um <laughs> i got a shout out to uh max poggles um our athletic trainer at mlc that guy uh he's got a probably a toddler and he takes better care of us or he takes care oh, of whoa. us <laughs> <laughs> better, <laughs> better care of us <laughs> than a <the> toddler He treat yeah. <laughs> He treats us like his own kids. (laughs) Is it
1: like his toddler's in the training room and he Uh, just neglects him like he's standing in a corner while he's helping everybody else?
2: (laughs) No, like he usually puts on a movie or something. That's
0: that's the other thing that's cool about MLC in this particular moment Mm -hmm. is there's a lot of kids running around, which is cool. It hasn't always been that way. Not for any reason, just because usually the props are old. But there's enough young staff that has kids and stuff, and they're always around, and it's awesome.
1: For the Reformation service on Sunday, uh, I sat in front of Professor Schmoller and his kids. His son has such a great little voice. It is so adorable. And uh, I don't know. It was just awesome to hear that. And it was like at some points, like if you got lost in a hymn or something or in any of the liturgy, you could just hear him in the back going, Amen, or something like that, like right behind you. It was super cute. But yeah. anyway, sorry. Continue no, with your Max. Okay. Max is great. Sounds yeah. Great. Big shout out to him. Sweet. I've nice. had him as a contact for like five years now, since 2018.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll text me. All right, come to come to the training center at this time. Um, I'm going to massage you up or give you some <laughs> stretches to do. So he's great. That's
0: great. Nice. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely didn't have that back in the day. Trainers or... No, we had a trainer, but it was like fighting tooth and nail to get treated. Sure. Ah. Yeah. I think it was more about being him being busy than anything else, but sure. yeah. Mm. Yeah, he also wasn't like around all the time. I don't know if this guy's full time or not, but the, yeah. So the old guy had to do clinic hours, so you had like a 45-minute slot to get all fall athletes in at the same time. Good luck. So he'd, like, tell you what treatment you needed, and then you'd kind of figure it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it was available, mm-hmm. but, yeah, mostly ice baths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, my thing, or my shout-out goes to the Girls and the Girl Cast. Went out, it went, came out on uh, Tuesday mm-hmm. of this week, and, it, man, well, first of all, they bailed me out a bunch of times. Like, if you listen to it, I definitely – you could tell I was a little nervous. Not nervous to talk to girls, but nervous – I just something you gotta get right, you know, mm-hmm. like it could be a disaster if you didn't get it right., uh, so yeah, I was a little bit nervous, and i there I edited the the hour and fifteen minute podcast, and I took out approximately eight minutes of me just stuttering and vocal pauses and all that kind of stuff mm. i didn't take out anything the girls said at all uh and there's a bunch of times where i didn't even ask a question and they still figured out what i was trying to say and then responded and totally bailed me out so not only is it great content but they also <laughs> really really helped me struggle through it so yeah i know they did a wonderful job so if you haven't listened to that one yet go go give it a listen
1: yeah i saw that you just posted that i shared. Yeah. i was sharing the podcast with a couple at the brewery last night oh nice yeah and we had it was a it was a weirdly great <clears throat> discussion with this couple at the brewery very yep anyway. oh
0: okay also so at oktoberfest i was working security at, at oktoberfest at shells i was working security outside the gift shop and there was a woman who approached me and said that her husband is a longtime listener to the podcast and listens every week so if that's you <laughs> get in contact with us we want to we I don't know we'll send you give a sticker you a or something five. yeah we want to give you a high five and you can see in person whether Gus Gus is tall or short
1: or if Charlie looks like Gimli but your yeah. wife
0: already saw him so she yeah. could probably tell I you wish we had taken a picture we should have taken a picture oh, yeah whenever oh, wow. we ha- whenever you have those yeah. moments
1: that's a yeah
0: and then post it or or they could just come to Bach Fest mm. and find us at Bach Fest. there you go yeah anyway we better get to the yeah. news <laughs> well
1: th- I think you've got another thank you
0: you've got to do though. Oh wait, do I? Yes. Oh, I do. Oh, <laughs> sorry. See, this is why I remind. This is why I asked you. Okay, so uh, shout out to Jacob from Holman, Wisconsin, for buying us a cup of coffee. He actually bought us several cups of coffee, so thanks, Jacob. And a reminder that so if you if you want to buy us a cup of coffee, you can go on the website, click on buy us a cup of coffee, and it's a five dollar donation. Um, goes back to helping this podcast run, and uh, all this comes out of my pocket if you don't donate. So help me out and uh, make a donation to the podcast. And then also, we're still, uh, we'll are still we have a link for the GoFundMe for Pastor Strong's family down in the description as well. Uh, if you didn't hear a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Aaron Strong from Grace in downtown Milwaukee was killed in a car accident. just um, GoFundMe to help his family uh, get back on their feet. So our prayers continue to be with them. And if you'd like to help his family uh, moving <clears throat> forward, you can do so at the link below. Go ahead.
1: All right. Uh, on to the news. So, uh, honestly, nah man, there were there. Were, I read this earlier this morning, and there's a couple of good ones that will hit. All right. So, uh, so <laughs> on Monday, this 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 week, uh, Musk, Elon Musk dissolved Twitter's board of directors, accusing them and their lawyers of deliberately, hi- deliberately hiding evidence from court proceedings during his tumultuous takeover he also reported uh, he also reportedly plans on ousting 25 percent of twitter's 7500 employees in the first round of layoffs tweeting there seemed to be 10 people managing for every one person coding and uh in the tech world you know that doesn't make any sense like that is not the way yeah. it should be ran also um, he's hatch <laughs> he's hatching <laughs> uh, some new ideas Twitter. Um, yesterday as in Tuesday the first uh, he announced Twitter subscription service Twitter blue will cost eight dollars a month down from the rumored twenty dollars a month and uh, <laughs> that gives you a blue verification check mark hey uh, priority over the unverified masses. In replies, mentions, and searches, um, the ability to post long video and audio content, and half as many ads, but still ads. <laughs> and uh, he also suggested rebooting Vine because Ooh. I don't know. I this is a little fact of history that I didn't know about. Be it, but the pre-TikTok um, short-form video app that it, Twitter bought it in 2012 and then shut it down in 2016. I guess I I never knew the timeline of Vine, but that's kind of interesting to know.
0: I feel like I did know that, but I've forgotten about it. Vine feels like so long ago. Yeah. Did you guys see the video of Elon carrying the sink into the? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So you Oh, it's too much work for not that great of a joke. But like, yeah, look up the video. He's uh, he, he carried a sink into Twitter headquarters and then posted it on Twitter and said, "Let that sink in." <laughs> That's an <laughs> awful lot of commitment for yeah. not for that great a of a lame joke. Line. yeah. <laughs> you need a better punchline than that, right. but yeah,
1: yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm personally really jazzed about that.
0: I might actually get back on Twitter. Yeah,
1: it's kind of it's kind of refreshing to see that kind of. I mean, who's to say how it's going to turn out? But honestly, it's it's cool to see things getting shaken up like that. Yeah. So, any thoughts, Adam? You feel good about it?
2: Um. I'm not really on Twitter, um, but uh maybe I'll get on it. Oh, no, there we go. Maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: all right, let's see here. Scrolling down, oh my heavens. Yeah, this one was crazy. So some COVID nineteen news, all right. Um at the show That shame... really doesn't get me excited. Yeah. COVID nineteen news. Yeah, I said that really fun though. Right? <laughs> you did say it fun. Man, all right. right. <laughs> Uh, So, at Shanghai Disney on Monday, the park abruptly closed its gates as part of a COVID lockdown, locking visitors inside until you return a negative test. I can think of way worse places to get locked down than Disney. Yeah, yeah, you would think so, right? But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just what happened. Um, The snap lockdowns like that are a part of China's ongoing zero COVID policy.
0: You could say their trip to Disney got Shanghai'd.
1: Uh, you uh, you could you could you could, <laughs> yes. you could say that but we won't <laughs> uh, but yeah so it's part of that zero covid policy that they've got um that uh how do you say uh the president of china's name x i is it Qi? president Qi? i mean i'm
0: saying g g g I feel like it's she, actually. I think you're right, Adam. <laughs> yeah,
1: how do they pronounce an X? I'm thinking, like, Greek type, you know?
0: Well, last time we called an immigrant, he got grumpy, so let's not do that this time. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and then, in like, so in addition to that lockdown, there's been lockdowns at the FaxCon factory, which is where most of the world's iPhones are made. Um. And there are videos of workers jumping fences and walking down highways to flee the factory because they're locked in it. Oh. Yeah. And so, uh, but hey, FaxCon said that employees were free to leave and uh, they're boosting production at different different plants to make up for the shortfall of iPhones. Interesting. Yeah, kind of weird, right? We live in America, okay? Yeah. It's not something we see. Okay, fun news. (laughs) Um, T-Swift is, like, blowing up like crazy. So, check this out. She's the first artist to claim all top ten spots on the Billboard Hot 100. At the same time? Mm Mm-hmm. Leading to another first, zero male artists are currently in the top ten. Now, again, by the time this gets released, that could be changed. That could be different.
0: T-Swift just solved the patriarchy. Yeah.
1: Yep. And then, apparently, she's also going on another U.S. tour
0: so is it true that one of her music videos her love interest is a transgender man i I I heard that somewhere or maybe it's going to be that she's planning that
1: well i thought i saw that one of the music videos she did she like stepped on a scale and then the scale said fat and then people are like t swift you're not fat you don't get to do that but that's like that's kind of the point is that even though she isn't fat she like you know, it's that unhealthy mentality, I guess. Man. I don't know. What do, you, what do you call
0: that? Body dysmorphia?
1: Yeah, body dysmorphia. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My favorite term is bigorexia. <laughs> Just to throw around with, like, bodybuilders. <laughs> it's definitely a meathead word because, I mean, it's not a real word, obviously. Right. And then, yeah, weightlifters walk around like they've got some sort of mental health disorder by saying, I have bigorexia. <laughs> Shut up. Mm. Anyway... Yeah. Um,
2: something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Adam, do you have bigger exia? Uh, yeah. I'll say it depends on the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> depends on how tight the t-shirt fits. Right? Exactly. Uh,
1: yeah. And then, uh, something else that's kind of new. I didn't know this was going around, but, uh, apparently there are studies going on about taking out the, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, So in applications,
0: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: Okay. So on admission, like college admission, right? Like when you're signing up for college, it makes you pick your race. Oh, yeah. So they're talking about taking that whole part of a application out. Mm -hmm. um, And specifically Harvard and UNC are talking about it because they're saying it would negatively impact black and Hispanic enrollment. But challengers argue using race in admissions violates the Constitution's Equal Protection
0: Clause and the Civil Rights Act. Yeah. So, you know, essentially what they're doing is ending... What they're trying to do is either end or subvert um, that one thing. Uh, mm. uh, action. Affirmed, affirmative action. Affirmative action. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So
1: that's kind of a... I yeah. mean, the more well, you know.
0: Well, I and we saw, in, I think it was last year in the news, It's like Asian-Americans get denied from college at a higher rate because, um, or let's see, qualified Asian-American college applicants get denied at a higher rate than other races. Hmm. Um, yeah. Because okay. they're, yeah, because schools like that have a cap. they like, oh, we need to have this many races represented. It's not uh, necessarily right. white people that are getting yeah. to college. Yeah. It's just that they don't have enough diversity, and so they don't let people in who've earned the right to be there mm-hmm. because they want more diversity.
2: If only MLC had that problem, you know.
0: <laughs> 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 LOL. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, all right. I was trying – like four jokes went through my head, and uh, each one was on the tip of my tongue. One, went, yep, can't say that. <laughs>
1: Oh boy! Uh, so something to move on to real quick. Uh, so is so it, uh, in Israel, <clears throat> Israelis just voted in their fifth election in four years after a fractured government coalition collapsed this summer, triggering the fifth election. Um, former Prime Minister Benjamin, oh boy, uh, Netanyahu. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that's accurate. Conservative block faced off. I think Yahoo but Ye- otherwise it's... right. Yeah. Netanyahu, pretty sure. Okay. Well, anyway, uh they're voting. It's interesting. It is. That yeah. Uh one last thing. Uh <laughs> just moving on. <laughs> All right, Ukraine's military shot down 44 of the 50 missiles Russia fired at Kyiv, but The ones that got through damaged electrical infrastructure and knocked out water for 80% of the capital city. Uh, Putin said the barrage was retaliation for attacks on Russian naval ships in the Black Sea, which Ukraine says wasn't them.
0: Yeah, it's almost like they're at war. Mm -hmm. Putin's a weird dude.
1: That's uh, putting it lightly for sure.
0: Yeah. What a jerk. So there you go that's uh the news for today that's the news thanks guys all right we're jumping into the first article today so we finished the ten commandments last time now we're jumping into the first article luther uh talked about um the creeds when luther talked about the creeds he just said briefly stated the creed teaches us to know thoroughly what he is like so um the commandments tell us how to serve god and how to honor him and the creeds tell us uh God, or what God is and what he's like. Who God is and what he's like. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's particularly important in our this moment in time because we got a lot of people claiming to be Christians that don't really know what that means. Um, so the creeds tell us who God is. Like, who is the God that we believe in? What does it actually mean to be a Christian? Did you guys see the video of Andrew Tate recently, sometime in the last two weeks? Are you familiar with Andrew Tate at all? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. All right. 90% of what he says is absolutely toxic, and then the other 10% is gold. Yeah. Um, so definitely not a proponent, but he came out recently and said he's a Christian now. And somebody pushed back on that and said, like, what do you mean you're a Christian? And his response was, what does it even mean to be Christian? You go to a Christian country, uh, nation and everybody says they're Christians, but if you look at their behavior. Um, and so I always knew God existed and now I'm just putting a name on it. It's like that, that, that's not what it means to be a Christian. It, to be a Christian be means, right. Yeah. Um, to be a Christian means to be a follower of Christ and his teachings um, and so that's what the creeds are, is this is what it actually means to be a Christian? You can't, I shouldn't say you can't call yourself, you say whatever you want, I guess. But uh, it's the whole point of Christianity is to follow Christ, right? And so this tells us who God is that we love and serve. So uh, the first article is, I believe in God the Father of the Apostles Creed. Mm-hmm. Let's just specify there, that for the non-Lutherans out there. Uh, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. So he breaks it down into three uh characteristics of god he says father almighty and maker of heaven and earth so um i figured since we're in catechism class i just ask you guys what does it mean when we say god is father like what are we talking about what does that say about god when we call him father
2: we are his kids yeah well, what is that like what yeah what what are we talking about like what kind of behaviors Or are... he's a provider yeah, um, yeah. he gives us everything taking. we need and yeah, he blesses us every day yeah. um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> that went so well, <laughs> yeah yeah no I like he also calls himself intimate, intimate yeah.
1: type relationship
0: right is what yeah. that
1: expresses yeah. like you have with your own father per se.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what he calls himself consistently in scripture, and paints that picture of you know when we pray, it's like dear children coming to their dear Father. It's not that distant. I guess you hit it right on the head. It's not that distant, faraway God who kind of is out there somewhere. Not the agnostic God of Andrew Tate, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a yeah, he's a very very present and very very active, loving force in our lives and hearts. Um, so then the second was Almighty, and that's. Also an important thing in this day and age, I think, because we got a lot of people that have this idea of God as something far less than what we would actually call God. Mm-hmm. We were in Acts the other day. Uh, Frederick was talking about, uh, I don't remember what portion of Scripture. It must have been from Acts. <laughs> but but uh, they were reading a bunch of, um, or th- we read an article where they had surveyed a whole bunch of atheist writers and come to the conclusion that none of the atheist writers were really actually addressing God. The concept of God that Christians believe in It's some other like weird You know like life force Deity thing Almost like a pagan God that we read about In in scripture That's what they're arguing against Not the concept of an almighty all powerful God Who's above everything and is outside of time And is not created Like they're not talking about that kind of a God That's not what they're arguing against Um, So even just establishing what we mean when we say God We can argue all day long About whether or not God exists um, but you're not going to get anywhere if you haven't even established what you mean when you say God exists. Um, yeah. <coughs> yeah. yeah. And then, uh, the third <coughs> thing that the article says about God is that he's the maker of heaven and earth, which see it's easy. Sometimes I think to be like, does, does the creation account really matter? That Like, do we really need to all agree on that one little piece of doctrine? What do you guys think? Like, the whole idea of, does it really matter that much if it was six-day creation versus mm. millions of years or whatever it was? Well, Does I mean, it really matter that much? Well,
1: yeah, right? Because if you're going to assume that when God's, when the Bible says, when God's word says six days, if you assume that it's not a day and that he's speaking metaphorically, then where else is he speaking metaphorically? Is he speaking metaphorically when he said... I love you. This is my son that's going to die for you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what other parts of scripture then are you going to take away and make different? I don't know. I always think whenever this comes up, I always think about, I, I remember my pastor, I don't know that he gave, I'm, I'm sure it was a different sermon every time, but he uses, he used the same, uh, what do you, oh my gosh, demonstration? No. Analogy. Analogy. Yeah. But it's, yeah, so it's like, if you're going to deny the creation count, so basically you tear out Genesis, right? And if you tear out Genesis, there's teachings in that that are crossed over into other books, and you just have to keep tearing out mm. the books that that same, you know, presupposition of each book are in, and then eventually you're just not going to have a Bible whatsoever.
0: So your pastor was just standing in church ripping up a Bible? No, oh.
1: but it was the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That would have that been very controversial, I yeah. feel like. If you,
0: well, you know, well, I'm sure we'll talk about this in a but, month or two when we talk about Lord's Supper, but same thing with that idea of real presence. Mm-hmm. Right? If I say uh, the body and blood of Christ turn into Jesus' body and blood, or if I say they represent Jesus' body and blood, it doesn't actu- accurately represent the, that's not the right word, it doesn't accurately portray the words used in the mm-hmm. Greek. Yep. I mean means is. It yeah. doesn't mean anything more than that or anything less than that. And so if I, me doesn't mean I, me in that portion of Scripture, then does I, me mean is when he says Christ is risen from the dead? Is it a literal is, or is it a Mm -hmm. metaphorical is, or is a representative is? Mm -hmm. Christ is metaphorically risen from the dead. Well, that changes the story a little bit. And like Paul said, our faith is futile if Christ is not risen from the dead, literally and physically risen from the dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we got to be really careful about how we treat Scripture. And uh, however, you say, I of course believe that you know this is the way it actually happened. But even if you just think it's a bunch of stories that God gave us through Moses, He still says all Scripture is God breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So even if this isn't exactly how it happened, this is what He's told us, mm-hmm. and this is what He wants us to know, and this is what He wants us to believe, and we got to take Him at His word. Yeah, sweet. Any other words on the first article?
2: Um, he's the maker of heaven and earth. It just uh, it re- that that phrase kind of points back to Almighty, um, yeah, like the God that says, "Let there be light," and there was. Um, it it's the same God who says uh, to the widow of Nain in Luke seven. Um, he, he raises up. Um, the widow's son and says, basically says let there be life um, like God has power over everything with just his, his simple words and it was and it was good so yeah
0: yeah actually kind of makes me think about to even going back to the uh, um, kind of where we started with the maker of heaven and earth ideas one of the arguments people use against the idea of a deistic creation is like the stars are so far away <laughs> that the light wouldn't have even gotten to us yet. If the, It's like how, if that doesn't make sense if you're talking about an almighty God. Right. If you're talking about, and like, and so the, the, uh, the argument isn't against the God of the universe that we're talking about. The argument is often against some lesser God and they don't even understand the concept of like a true and almighty God. Mm. Um, and there still are arguments you could make But there would be different arguments. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and something to think about, too, is then uh, going back to that father, right? God being our father. um, Something to think about being young men, right? And people that are hopefully going to have children someday. Like the image, I don't know. So the image that your kids are going to have of what a father is and is supposed to act like is going to be the one that you give them. And so you should best represent the father that we have, yeah, right.
0: Well, they're, the the way they see their father is likely going to be the way they look at God, exactly. Yeah. And so it's going to be like, interposed on their image of God.
1: Yeah, and I mean, obviously, we're you know far from being anywhere near the love, like having the same amount of love that, and you know, being perfect. Like, I guess the point that I'm getting at is, it's really important then moving forward as men to reflect that as well as we can yeah. because you think about all the broken homes that there are who just now they have this just oh what what am I I am just lost for words right now it's well, like they're going to like in a I feel like bad fathers are in a way that promotes people not being able to or not loving god you know what i
0: mean i agree um, Gordon Dalby, who wrote "Healing the Masculine Soul" and "Sons of the Father," he's very, very evangelical. Um, so I can't just say go read him, and he's wonderful. Um, but if you have, if you're strong in your faith and you're willing to read it with with your eyes open, um, it's definitely a worthwhile read. Um, but uh, yeah, one of the things he talks about in "Sons of the Father" is this idea that. Um, so our earthly fathers are a picture of our heavenly father, not the way, around, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. And so when our fathers fall short, we shouldn't take that as an understanding of this is what God's like. Right. We should take any, anywhere where my father fell short, anywhere where he hurt me, anywhere where uh, he disappointed me, anywhere where he wasn't what he ought to have been, then God, mm-hmm. God the Father is the perfect fulfillment of that. Mm-hmm. So it's not only all the wonderful things about my father that he demonstrated well that paints a good picture of God, but then all the thing, all the places where he fell short, then God is the perfect fulfillment of that. So he's the opposite of the, you know, when I felt bad about, you know, my dad not doing this or saying that, the opposite of that is the opposite and perfect fulfillment of that is God the Father mm-hmm. in heaven, um, which is a, I mean, it's easy to, it's, I think it's easier to say that, um, especially I don't know. We had great dads. Eric, you got a good dad? Yeah, I'm blessed. <laughs> I, say, I suppose that's kind of put, you don't want to be like, my dad was, oh. Anyway, uh, that would be the right time to come about that conversation. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, we've got awesome dads, which makes it a little bit easier, I think, to to uh, look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Somebody that had a father that kind of abandoned them or whatever it might be. It's a really tough thing to look at God and say, oh, what a, what a loving father. Because um, they don't even really understand what a loving father looks like. Which dads are important.
2: No. Yeah. And that's part of
0: that narrative about the single mom that people don't want to talk about either. Is It's valuable not just because socioeconomically they're going to be better off in life. It's valuable because that's the picture of, I mean, the, the marriage is a picture of Christ's love for the church. Mm-hmm. And so when we take that apart, we start losing a lot of our identity as Christians.
1: Mm-hmm. you took that where i wanted to go thank oh, nice. you nice yeah I, yeah i didn't have the words of what.
0: cool let's jump into bible <laughs> trivia then here we go oh boy three questions today You're oh not on this? a website you wrote these not on down. a website i actually prepped ahead of time so we're well, not going to ask any like catholic or calvinist questions today all right there was i found some no but i did find some really good ones that we're going to save until we have a prof on because they're just Ooh. like really really hard and we're going to make them look silly just kidding <laughs> oh <laughs> All right. So, question number one: <laughs> Which book begins with the phrase Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken"? Oh. It's obviously prophecy.
1: Yeah. I'm. 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 It's, it's
0: actually not a super hard question. So don't think too hard. Oh.
1: Is it Isaiah? Yeah. It's the obvious one. Sweet.
0: There you go. One for one. You're going to earn more pride. Here we go. Um, Or, uh, never mind. What? Yeah, that was a weird Uh, phrase. who, 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 Who heard Peter's voice at the door but failed to let him in? Fun fact, there's a professor at WLC with this first name. The only person I've ever met with this first name. She was like a 12-year-old girl in the biblical story. Not the professor at WLC, but the actual character.
1: (laughs) Okay, so it was a little girl that... Yeah, in the book of
0: Acts, I think Acts 12, I believe. Peter gets out of prison, goes and knocks on the door. What's her name?
2: So that's like Cornelius' house, right?
0: Mm, No. No? It's before that, before Paul. Mm,
1: Penelope. I don't know.
0: Rhoda. Rhoda. Rhoda with sure. an H. Uh, Rhoda.
1: Cool. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, last question. Redeem yourselves. Who pretended to be mad in order to avoid, like mad meaning insane. Who pretended to be insane in order to avoid death at the hands of an enemy king? He let his saliva flow freely from his mouth, scripture says.
2: Oh, I thought this was an easy one. Uh, the mad king, I'm, I'm thinking Nebuchadnezzar, but... I'm, it's I'm an thinking. Israelite king. Well, oh, okay. We're
1: talking Israelite kings right now.
0: Yeah. Think of an Israelite king who had to run away from his homeland.
1: So, is it, well, <laughs> is it David though? Yes, yeah,
0: David. Oh uh, sure. Yeah. Alright, so that whole story where he goes to Philistines and then uh pretends that he's mad and then the Philistines are like, Yo, David's on our side now, we got this mighty warrior, and then they're about to go to war against Israel and then David and his mighty men switch sides and then fight against Philist the do Phil- you know where's okay, I, yeah? I I honestly all that story. The book of uh First Samuel is riveting. Okay. Yeah. It reads off the page like a novel. It honestly does. Like it is okay. a it's a good read.
1: My dad always likes to bring up the correlation that some people put between uh, David and his mighty men and King Arthur and the round table. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, apparently, there's some interesting parallels. With well, in Chronicles... Stories. Yeah. I mean,
0: the, some of the stories in... how oh, I don't know. Eh, okay. We got... We don't really have time for this, but I'm going look it up anyway. So, um, so like, the... In, yeah, and in, I think it's Second Chronicles, or First Chronicles. Yeah, we're oh, doing on. pretty
1: good on time, by the way. Like, compared
0: Davis. to normal, so. Uh, I think it's funny that we can have the dumb conversations we have at the beginning of the podcast and then jump into, like, theology and we're like, hey, and we actually say something intelligent after that. Mm. Anyway. And after everybody shuts off. Yeah, <laughs> 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 this is not worth listening to. And now we say something smart. Okay. Um, let's see here. He, these things were done by the three mighty men. So this is in, oh, it's in Second Samuel. Mm-hmm. Second Samuel 23 uh abishai brother of joab son of zariah was chief of an another three what okay what? anyway he was not the most honored of the three okay what great you, okay. i'm sorry i was just looking at i was reading it off the page here okay um benaniah did many deeds he killed two lion-like heroes of moab he also went down and killed a lion in the midst of a pit on a snowy day. He killed an Egyptian, a spectacular man. The Egyptian had a spear in his hand, so he went down to him with a staff, wrestled the spear out of the Egyptian's hand, and killed him with his own spear. What?
2: Um, let's see. Sounds uh, like a TV show waiting it, to be written. I
0: know. Yeah, David's Mighty Men. And then it can go crazy with like they did with Noah mm. and just turn it into something that's not. Um, uh, let's see. I don't. Oh, see, there's definitely a different section of scripture that I was thinking of that goes through and talks about all the different ones. Like, one of them um, was fighting for so long that his hand froze to his sword and he couldn't, like, let. He couldn't drop his sword from his hand by the time the battle was over and he killed. Like, man. There's a.
2: Let's see here. We're going to Wikipedia this instead. Gus and I are in a Hellenistic text with Mm -hmm. uh, Professor Balgi. And I'm pretty sure. and the Septuagint, First Samuel, is actually called the First Kingdom. Is that right? Mm, yeah, yeah, something like, like that. Like, First Kingdom, like, that's a solid name. Like, uh, sounds like uh, the next HBO Max yeah, TV yeah, yeah, yeah. show. First <laughs> Kingdom? Yeah, there you go. Like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I can't find that portion of scripture. But, yeah, there's anyway. all kinds of crazy stuff that they did. Yeah.
1: Cool.
0: Yep. And then there's a graphic here that names Uriah the Hittite as one of them. And then the end of the caption is not cool, David.
2: So, I guess. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Also putting I'm not lightly. sure if Uriah was considered one of the 30 or not. But, yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, uh, top three this week. Top three. <coughs> uh, what did we say? Movie characters oh. you most relate to <laughs> and why. Yeah. Top three movie characters you most relate to and why. Guess you're the movie buff. You want to start us off? Not really. Okay Daryl, you're the guest. Start us (laughs) off. All right,
2: sure enough. Um, I had a struggle with this one, but um, um, have you seen the movie Yes Man with Jim Carrey? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I find it very hard to say no to friends when they (laughs) ask me to do something. So, yes, man, sure. Why not? There you go. That's
0: a good one. Yeah, my first one is along a similar strain. I feel like Billy Madison. Just an adult going to school with a bunch of kids. Although... I was I was gonna say uh what's that Rodney Dangerfield movie? I guess it's just called it Back to School. That's a little bit more accurate, but I felt like nobody would actually know who sure. who that was. But there's yeah, there's a Rodney Dangerfield movie where he goes back and jer- joins your fraternity. That's a lot more accurate, I feel like. <laughs> mm. That that's more reflective of my, my college experience. It's the second time through. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough.
0: <laughs> uh
1: i don't know. see here's the thing is yeah i watch movies but i watch tons of movies and so it's like
0: okay well just who's who are some of your favorite movie characters i hate you so much
1: i didn't mean that but actually so i went ahead and picked uh i was thinking so have you seen la la land yeah uh ryan gosling's character in that movie because you're uh, incredibly handsome and charming. Yeah, and I know how to play the keyboard. No, I don't, <laughs> actually, unfortunately. No, it's just like uh, that kind of.
0: Because you can't seal the deal with Emma Stone.
1: Mm, that's it. Yeah. yeah. You got me. Me neither, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just like that uh, almost hopeless romantic type situation. Um, yeah.
0: You are a romantic dude. I try. Yeah.
1: I buy you all the things and you just don't love me back. <laughs> anyway, Errol, so would okay. you put yourself
0: no. in
2: the romantic sphere? Do you think you're a romantic dude? Uh, it depends on the day. Okay. Uh, I really need to, you know, I, sometimes I lack patience with uh, <laughs> people. So that's something I could definitely work on. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like talking to people, you know. Why not? <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that statement right there makes me doubt. I don't like talking <laughs> to people. <laughs>
2: Yeah. What do right. you have for What's your second one? What's the most romantic one? thing you've ever done? Oh, um, answer that instead. Let's see. Probably bought a girl flowers. I don't know. Okay, I mean, that's not bad. It's been a while. That's cool. It's not bad. Yeah, it's been a while for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out of the game for too long. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. You going to get back in the
0: game anytime soon? Yeah, uh, we'll see. You tired of this conversation yet? No, let's All keep it right, going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you have for your second uh, uh, character?
0: Have you guys ever seen The Man from Snowy River? oh i'm no. sorry yeah you yeah wait you went whatever i'll go <laughs> <Ha>! my podcast <laughs> yep anyway you guys ever seen the man from snowy river mm, <clears throat> i
1: think so i can't remember
0: it's it's a like an australian cowboy movie mm. um but there's this dude who lives up in the mountains with his dad and uh his mom's already dead and his dad dies and he's i want to say he's like 20 years old and the other mountain men come to him after his dad's funeral and say, you got to earn the right to live up here. And they send him back down to the flatlands and he has to go work for this American cattle rancher and falls in love with the dude's daughter. And basically he just has to go back and prove himself and show himself to be a man and earns the right to go up and live in the mountains and all that. Yep. And not that I have any like story arc like that <laughs> going on in my life. <laughs> I just, I just really love, it's one of my favorite coming of age stories. Mm. Um, particularly because a lot of of coming-of-age stories like the guy messes everything up and he's not a good dude and then he like becomes a good guy in this particular movie he has integrity he is loyal he's everything he ought to be already throughout the whole movie and he's just demonstrating that to everyone which is a far more realistic plot than a lot of other coming-of-age movies like that so yeah it's a phenomenal movie it's very 80s but uh like it, it stood the test of time really well it's not like some of those other 80s movies where you watch it now and you go oh my gosh like really <laughs> yeah there's a yeah. lot a lot of those i mean there's there are a lot of uh like costumes where it's like i feel like it's a little bit more 18 or 1980s than 1880s but you know whatever mm-hmm. yeah arrow what you got
1: for your second one
2: uh longest yard uh Playing my last year of football, I have uh, we have two weeks left. It's like being in prison. <laughs> Almost no. <laughs> uh, team's real young, and so uh, I guess as, as the team develops in the movie, that the team's still developing. Uh, we got two two weeks left, like I said. Um, we're real young, but uh, we got a lot of good talent on the team. We're just trying to figure out how to put it all together. So yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I don't. I feel like. In high school, it's not as important to know how to win. In college, you have to actually know how to win.
2: Absolutely, mm. there's when the difference when you have a, a head coach at a at a college, um, there's a little more pressure there. Yeah, for sure. Um, but he um, he's uh, coming into this new role and he's doing he's being a great leader. Yeah, um, we're, we're facing adversity and he's staying positive throughout the whole thing. So props to Coach Ubeda. Yeah. Well, and even like on a individual player level. Like yeah, uh,
0: And it's an 11 man... There's 11 dudes on the field, but if any particular one of them doesn't finish or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And that's a maturity thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And you guys are in a moment where you've gone from a whole bunch of vets to a whole bunch of young guys. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. is awesome. He's great. He's great.
1: Uh, my second one uh, was... I remember when I was growing up, I think this is why I like Guardians of the Galaxy so much. I related a lot with... Well, I don't know if related is the right word, but it's like I really empathized with uh star lord chris pratt's character
0: really related because you came from a family with a single mom and your dad's an alien exactly see yeah. that's the thing that's, that's i knew the, it big similarity. i knew it yeah
1: yeah so a lot of parallels there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah i don't know it's like
0: actually he's a planet isn't he isn't his dad a, pl- a planet? no his,
1: pl- his well yeah i guess yeah yeah like a he's supposed to be some kind of god person. Oh yeah, I never of really quite planet. figured that out. Yeah, it, he was a planet. We'll just go, okay. just go with that. Yeah, <laughs> I think in the, crazier than being an alien in the multiverse, he's what they called a uh, eternal. I'm pretty sure oh, he's one of the, one of those sure. type people okay. or something. I don't know. I don't care anymore. Uh, Marvel's gone to poop. Um. Anyway, yeah. So Star Lord. I don't know. It's like uh, just kind of. See, here's the thing, is honestly, like, if you think about it, Star-Lord's character, like, Chris Pratt's character in that movie has no reason being the main character of the movie, <laughs> because, I mean, like, in the sense, it was made in a way that, like, yeah, clearly you're following, like, him and his team, and it, he's the primary, but I guess in other films, that he would just be a side character, you know what I mean? Just some dude who's running around, kind of, like, bugging everybody, um, yeah. messing up. Every once Who's the a a bounty hunter
0: in Star Wars? Uh, yeah.
1: Bo- Are you talking Boba Fett?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's some, uh, but I'm like comparable character. Oh, in real, yeah, like in, sure. In real I would say it's kind of similar to that, except in real Except or he's or
1: yeah. significantly like less serious. I think Boba Fett has more of a serious right. guys to him for sure.
0: But or or maybe uh, oh jeez, what's Harrison mm. Ford's character? Um, Han Solo. Yeah, maybe more of a Han Solo character. Yeah,
1: yeah I'd say almost, but yeah, yeah. Sillier though.
0: Yeah, I feel like Star Lord. If Star Lord was in like a different universe, I feel like yeah, that's what he I'm would He'd yeah, be more he, of a Han Solo character. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, and also awesome.
0: something amazing about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that, and then also something that was awesome about that movie was the fact that I had like that whole entire soundtrack on my iPod already. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of music I grew up listening to with my dad, classic rock and you know classic rock pop i guess you could call it and so it was really cool when it came out because it was like whoa like this is what i listen to Mm -hmm. and this guy is cool and yeah anyway so
2: sweet yeah third last one Uh, my favorite movie by far Mm. is um christopher nolan's the dark knight Mm. um i think the series is just phenomenal um why do i relate to that i I don't know i just uh i love it um i love super rich bachelor billionaire you know um and he wears a mask and then he fights people Mm -hmm. um
0: (laughs) what else could you want yeah is that just like adam (laughs) arrows
2: i don't know i think uh everybody puts on a mask uh to be honest i don't know not to get deep bro <laughs> keep going um i don't know sometimes uh we all we all have our defense mechanisms our the ways we cope um but it's just um the the writing um i'm pretty sure i have over 50 percent of the dark knight memorized just like the the writing the 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 quote quotable things that you can say from the movie is just phenomenal um so yeah, I really like the Dark Knight. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot more.
0: Not that any superhero movie can really be realistic, but it's a lot more as far as the way the world behaves. Mm, yeah. It's probably a little bit more accurate picture. It's more like than, a crime thriller, honestly, yeah. more than a superhero film. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah.
1: you're very Batman esque. I can I can get down, I can get down with that. I'm just, Did you see dude, that squirrel just yeah, jump? Across was, the he's
0: right there. He's like trying to get in. Look yeah. at that guy. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my third one was Walt Kowalski from Gran Torino, not because I'm a grumpy old man, although I definitely am at times, um, but uh, I, I feel, um, I related to it a lot, especially when I was still in Milwaukee, mm. um, being, uh, granted, it's a very different culture, I was more in the black community, um, but the one white dude in the Hmong community is Kowalski, and who kind of represents traditional Christian values, right? Um, I, if I, I very much related to that when I was still in Milwaukee doing mm-hmm. my ministry there, um, just kind of that, say not that again, not that I, the grumpy old man or that I have a fancy car in my garage or that kids are stealing from me or anything. I don't, I don't, yeah, don't read too much into that, truth. but the, uh <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Being the holdout and sometimes it kind of makes you feel like a martyr too. And, uh. Of just like I, I, this is a hill I am willing to die on. This is just not. Mm. This is not how we behave. This is not what we were created for. Mm. So, That's
1: cool. yeah, I'd say you definitely reflect that in a positive manner. Oh, yeah,
0: I often sit on my front porch with a shotgun, waiting for gangsters to come by. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Actually, it's a bolt action rifle in the movie, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Like an M1 or something, something like that. What do you drive? Uh, right now, <laughs> I drive a uh, the little hatchback up front. Yeah. It's not actually that little. Um, a, oh, oh, a 2004 Malibu Max with two X's. Mm. So, although I recently Damn. discovered that there's another level above that that was like supercharged, so it's not the top of the line. But I do have a DVD player, so if you ever want to go on a date with a girl and watch a movie, you can go park somewhere and watch a DVD on my little screen. You can borrow my car. Awesome.
2: It's super romantic. I might have to take you up on that.
0: Yeah. Or we could just romantic. go watch a movie together. Yeah, I mean. I... Lay down a blanket in the back and make popcorn and a Why not? hot cocoa. <laughs> yeah. And watch The Longest Yard.
1: So far, this sounds like a great idea.
0: Yeah. Well, you're not invited.
1: Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll just, just watch. Just Adam, I. I'll watch from afar. Yeah, you can set up a lawn create... chair
0: like outside the back window and just watch over our shoulders. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, now we are running out of time yeah, I don't know, I didn't really have a third one Alright, so, yeah. right, so we Sweet. jumping into um, The reading for the week then Which came from Psalm 139b uh, So we talked about the first portion of this psalm A couple of weeks ago uh, But we're picking up at verse 7 Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there If I make my bed in the depths, you are there
2: And this uh this this broken world, uh sometimes not sometimes, all the time. We we need that light, uh and it's cool that in verse twelve, even the darkness will not be dark to you. Um like where does our hope, where does our strength come from? Uh, it comes from the Lord who who guides us uh through his word. Your word is a lamp to my feet. Um it's just cool that we, we have that source uh, of strength um that gets us through that leads us through um all these different these uh, different paths and trials and um he just guides us step by step so
1: no yeah i think i i mean the first through uh, four verses of that right like god he's not you're not able to hide from him at any point ever yeah he's always going to be there for you even if you don't want him to be there for you you know yeah
0: nice to think about romans eight where he says uh, i'm convinced that neither death nor life and neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of god that is in christ jesus our lord and he keeps going off like that in romans like three or four times where he makes a list like that and talks about all the things that cannot separate us from the love of god um, and so especially the first part of this song where he's talking about going down to the depths, uh making his bed in the depths, if I go up to the heavens, if I settle on a far side of the sea, the sea like there's just nowhere you can go outside of God's presence, mm-hmm. and that can be like a cute little phrase that keeps me warm, but then also there's a very real it can be a very real thing in in your darker moments. It's mm-hmm. like there's absolutely nothing that can separate us from yeah, I think that goes back to the conversation we were having about fathers earlier too, mm-hmm. you know there is a point where your father, dad loses his patience or dad doesn't show up or, you know, there are definitely ways to separate yourself from your earthly father, mm-hmm. uh, but there's absolutely nothing that could ever separate you from your heavenly father.
1: Yeah. And you should just cling to him, right? Yeah. yeah. Rather than, rather than try and fight it and push it away.
0: Yeah. I, well, I think, uh, what I often struggle with more than anything else is the idea of separating myself from mm-hmm. him. So even I don't have the power to separate myself from my only father.
2: Mm Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the past few, uh, words that you've been saying or or just painted in my picture, um, a kid walking in the parking lot with his parent. Um, what what does he do? He, he holds his father's hand and his dad says, look out for cars. And he guides him through the parking lot to the car where he, he puts them safe, buckles them in safely into the car. Um, yeah, the the Lord holds on to our hand and and won't let it, won't let us slip away. He won't let the devil snatch us out of his hand. He, he's protecting us from from everything. So
0: yeah. And if the kid does let go of the father's hand and like runs out into traffic, the father's not gonna be like, sorry, bub. I told you to hold my hand. Right. And let him get run over by a car or something. He's gonna be right there. He's gonna go chase him down and bring him back. Which is exactly the picture painted in scripture too. Leaving the ninety nine to bring back the one.
1: Well, and you think about all the like. You think about all the, <clears throat> you know, it's hard to comprehend. It's virtually impossible to comprehend spiritual matters. You know, like you think about the world around us and what's happening. And, I mean, God's definitely going to protect you from earthly dangers as well. But it's like, what's going on that's unseen? You know, the things that you don't know are happening or the uh, areas in life that you are stepping into To continue with your analogy, you're stepping into the road, right? Mm -hmm. Like with temptation and, you know, whether you're being guided away by the world, your own sinful nature, or quite honestly, you know, the devil or one of his demons, one of the demons, right? Like God's there to be like, to take you back, to keep you in his fold. It's not as though you're straying from him in a way that, like, I mean, again, with that literal presence, he's there the whole time. You just have to hold like. Oh, what, what? What? Keep keep going with this. Help me out here. <laughs> uh,
2: keep holding on. Uh... Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah.
0: Turn to him, I suppose. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. Some. <laughs> I think it's Jeremiah, right? Where? Um. Or Elisha? Oh, it's Elisha. I was thinking Elijah, but it's Elisha, mm. not Jeremiah. There's too many prophets. Like, well, <laughs> what? No, <never> mind. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, but there's that, that story. i 97% sure it's Elisha, where uh, the prophet is in his house, right? And uh, I think it's, it's got to be Elisha because the Assyrian army comes and surrounds Jerusalem. right? And the servant wakes him up and says, get out of here and look. Like, the armies are, are, are surrounding us. Mm. And Elisha, mm. like, can't even be bothered to pay attention right. and uh, his servant's freaking out and he says you know lord open his eyes and so then on the uh, so the assyrian army surrounds jerusalem and then surrounding the assyrian army is the angel of the lord or the armies of the lord and uh i don't know i that has often given me a lot of comfort too mm. is there's this implication that i mean the they might genuinely tear down jerusalem um but they're still under the, the authority of uh the, the heavenly father right. and they are going like everything that happens is under his control and part of his plan, whether it's something he actually does or just allows to happen. That's a different conversation, but uh, there's nothing that's outside of his purview or control. And uh, so even when the rough stuff happens and <coughs> things I don't like happens, it's still this idea of He even, even the evil that surrounds me is surrounded and overwhelmed by, by the might of my heavenly father. So. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Anything else anybody wants to throw in there before we cut her off here? All right, all right. Errol, Thanks for being on a podcast, man.
2: Thanks for having me,
0: Gus. I'm glad you're here again as well, man. Oh, dang. I feel like I should say that more often. Love you, man. No, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. I I'll won't say it. then. No, it's all good. I just won't say it anymore. I'll just gentlemen. I'll just be sad. We love you. Go be the man, guy, crazy to be. We'll see you <laughs> next time. On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, editing, and distributing this episode, thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you'd like to contact us with comments, questions, or suggestions, you can reach out to us at any of the links in the description below or on our website. Please consider supporting the work of Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping at our online store, or making a $5 cup of coffee donation at www.girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure you like, friend, follow, and subscribe to Gird Up and all of our guests on your social media platforms. And consider leaving a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to the Gird Up podcast so that others can find us and be blessed by our content too. As always, thanks for listening. Now go and be the man that guy created you to be. We'll see you next time.